Hey Raiders family, it's Berkey here and welcome to my post-match review against the Parramatta Eels round seven last Saturday night. Um, a heartbreaker, no doubt about it. Probably last year we, we probably may have gotten away with that game. Uh, as Ricky said, post-match, uh, right now this time of the year, a lot of these games are about luck. We're a little bit out of luck at the moment with some players and some form and some structures we just haven't got right or are clicking. Uh, it'll turn, but these sort of games we really need to try and get in the bank and even not come down to Golden Point, to be honest. But it is what it is. Uh, we just need a little bit of luck now to come our way for the next three, four weeks. A hard run after St George into the Roosters, the Storm and South Sydney. So out of all the sides, I don't think a side other than us has had a, 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 as a tougher run as that um, over the last five, six weeks. But it, it is what it is. We can't do a thing about it. But I want to drill down to the top 10 post-match. I want to start off with Corey Horsburgh. Now, this guy's barely a year and a half into his A-grade debut, um, and it showed a real sign of respect that Parramatta really went after him on Saturday night for whatever reason. I think they can see he's a young bull, a young brute. They may have been trying to put him into his, in his place, trying to send our guys a message that they're not going to tolerate his crap that he put on, for example, against Manly and other sides the last couple of weeks, that they, that they really wanted to make an impact to him. He stood up beautifully. Sadly, he's got that 12-week injury, um, which may curtail his year, but he showed enough to me to suggest that he's going to be an absolute leader of this pack with his intimidation and his aggression, which is what you need from your forwards over the next year or two especially. So look, I can't speak highly enough of Corey's game. Um, it's just a real sad blow that we've lost him for 12 weeks. I think it will have an impact, as I said, on that intimidation type of the way we play. But we just have to try and get over it. So top marks to him. Number two, I've gone for Hunter and Hunter. I said a couple of times this year, you can really notice sides are really coming after us. I thought Parramatta would have had a letdown after the Roosters, but they didn't. They were still very much on their game against us, and I think that's what we're now bringing out in sides, is forcing sides to play to a higher level. Um, if it may have been the Titans or St George or the Bulldogs, we may not have seen that level of Parramatta, but sides are really prepping very well for us. They can look through the side, they can see who's playing, and they're getting pumped. So we are, we are one of those sides now that are hunted, uh, due to our success last year. We have to meet that challenge some way by rising another level, which I'll cover shortly. Number three, I've gone pressure and attack. Um, we are stuttering a fair bit with our attacking prowess. Um, guys are missing passes. We're not listening to where we should be on the field. We just seem to be very disjointed with our communication about getting to certain parts of the field and playing to a game plan in that area. If we move to the left-hand side, what's our game plan over there? Who's involved? Who takes the ball up? Who's the second man? We're just missing our mark a fair bit with fluency. That comes back to just belief that what our plan is and our process is going to work. But we're just not putting it together on the playing field. You can train for it as much as you like, but in a game situation, it becomes more instinct up here than ability. You just have to know where you are by continually training to get there and getting over the fatigue issue. Number four, I've gone for Elliot Whitehead. Uh, I, I haven't touched on him this year, and I don't know why, but the guy is a machine, and he has got to be one of the top five back rowers in the competition, bar none. His work ethic, 
His never-say-die attitude, the dummy he threw to set up Shans' late try was sublime. Absolutely perfect dummy. He's just always Mr. Reliable. 30, 40 tackles a game, 8, 10, 12 hit-ups a game, try assists and so on. He's an absolute freak and I'm glad he's on our side and I just don't think he gets the raps and, 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 the, and the kudos from reporters alike. I know that our, I know our, our, um, our faithful love him, but I thought that his game on Saturday was absolutely superb. And then number five, I've gone for Jack's running game. Those two together right now are becoming pretty potent on that left edge particularly a one-two punch compared to other sides. What I really liked on the weekend, when the game was in the balance and we needed two tries in a couple of minutes, Jack White was the man that really stood up with his running game, particularly the last try. Jack's at his best when he gets a ball from Hodjo running at pace like that. So imagine I'm running towards you and I'm Jack White, and when Jack's hitting the ball and hitting the... Um, hitting up from dummy half and getting the ball on the fly. He's got so much time either way to either hit Elliot, hit um, hit Jared, a kick, duck back inside and go himself. That's how Jack is most potent and that's where he needs to be moving with some more space. Now on the weekend he had more space. Our right edge was non-existent in an attack. So Jack was getting the ball with a long pass from Hodjo to himself or from George Williams to Jack and really looking really good moving in that respect. So we need more of that from Jack over the next couple of weeks, particularly while we work through the issues on our right edge. Number six, I've gone for Ryan Sutton. I thought he had a really strong game for us on Saturday night after Corey went off. It's good to have a backup like this guy. 10, 12 games last year in the NRL. He comes back, he's coming back, he's looking fit. <coughs> um, he's a real gritty runner. He's got a big body. He can get over the advantage line really well. He's aggressive. His role in the next couple of weeks now that Corey's on here is a link man. Link man, I'm meaning hitting the ball out to George or to Jack off a ball from Hodjo and getting that fluent wide running is going to be really critical to our momentum and our forward thrust through that middle area. So to have someone of, of Ryan's depth, he's played with Hodjo a fair bit. He's played with George Williams as a kid, so they know each other's play fairly well. That's going to be pretty important to us. Number seven, I've gone for Hodjo's fluency. I just felt... He's just a bit stuttery out of dummy half at the moment. I don't know what it is. He's getting pressured, yes. He's kicking games a little bit off. A few kicks on the weekend. Um, didn't hit their mark. Flooded up in the air. Didn't really get to the corners where we needed to hem Parramatta in. Ferguson and Seve hate coming out of the corners. He never really hemmed them in with any of his kicks at all on Saturday night. So he's just a touch off. It's only round seven. Um, but we just need a little bit more now from the way that he's attacking with the football, particularly out of dummy half going left and right. He just seems a little bit off or the timing's off of his runners. It's a work in progress. It's just something we've got to work on at training. But just little things like that can really set you back on your heels if the dummy half area is not as fluent as it should be. Number eight, I've gone for Papa and Sia. With Corey now out, these guys obviously now have to really step up. Um, they certainly had a solid game on Saturday night without being outstanding. A couple of handling errors here and there. Papa got a head knock. But these two guys now really need to leave from the front, particularly over the next four weeks where we're going to have to win three of these games at least to keep us cemented in that top four or close to the top four to give us a home semi. Remember, it's only 20 rounds now the season. It's not 24. So we've lost four rounds. We're a through the year and we've got we, and um, you know we're already as I said a third of the way through 
with four less games. So we've really got to get a wriggle on now to make sure we maintain that top four or close to the top four as well. But I'm expecting Papa and Cedar really lead us from the front with aggression, controlled aggression and just intimidation to make sure that we own that middle of the field. Number nine, I've gone for another level. We do need now to really pick it up, our communication, our desire, our belief to make sure that we can go stride for stride over the next three or four weeks with some very tough sides. Uh, we've lost a couple of close games, but we can't be resting on our laurels here and thinking if only. The guys mentally will be fine, but we've just got to really now lift our game um, through, as I said, hard work and making sure that all our systems and processes are in place. And number 10, just the one percenters, guys. Um, we just, once again, we just got, we, we, there's no compromise with one percenters to win games. The kick chase, the kicking game, backing up your mate, getting the ball on the ground, diving on the loose ball. I mean, even uh, Jack's ability to pick up that loose ball late in the game on Saturday night, which gave Gutherson the chance to clock over that field goal. That's just a luck thing. Uh, obviously, but just those little one percenters in diving on the loose ball cleanly, making sure there's no knock on, just those little bits and pieces can make a huge difference, a huge difference to the outcome of our game. So guys, that's it for my top 10 post-match this week. A couple of days for the St. George game. Great to be back at home. I'll cover that more in depth tomorrow or Friday during my pre-match against the Dragons. But guys, hope you enjoyed this post-match. Please reach out to me on Facebook the YouTube channel or on Twitter with any comments or feedback you'd like to talk about. So guys, enjoy the rest of the afternoon. Have a great day. And this is Berkey, Bleed Green, out.